This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. I was getting my hair cut yesterday, and this was interesting to me. There's a guy that cuts my hair. He's like 91st and Broadway. His name is George. It's like the cheapest place in New York to get your hair cut, and the guy's great. And waving before me were a father and two kids. I I had to wait. I had to walk in place. And they were very strange. And so after the the kids left and the father said to me, you've been waiting, why don't you go ahead? Uh, And then he took the kids and he said, we'll just wait in the car. And then when you're ready for me. So when they left, and I turned to George and I said, that was a really odd dynamic. And George said, did you get that too? And I said, yes, it's very, very strange. And I, I said, I, because the kids didn't know, he said, what kind of haircut to get. And they were probably like eight and 10. And so they didn't know what kind of haircut. And the father kept saying, you know, well, what kind do you think you want? I mean, how do you feel like you want? And he wouldn't say anything, and the father wouldn't push. And so George said, I'm thinking maybe he was they're divorced. He's divorced. And I said, I got exactly the same thought. I said, he doesn't want the kids to get upset, so he's being very, very kind to the kids and letting them do what they want. But what hit me was the haircutter dude observes people. And he gets a reading from people. And it, and it hit me. And I thought that's it's the perfect place to go to understand what it is like to watch people. Uh, because they watch people all day long. And they watch behavior all day long. And it's almost a normal thing. Obviously, I watch behavior constantly. And I was so interested in the dynamic. I mean, really interested in the dynamic. I mean, it was like you learned everything you needed to know about acting. Watching the man and his two sons waiting to get their hair cut. Because the way they were living off of each other told you everything about this relationship. And it's weird because both... George and I both came to the decision that they thought maybe that they were divorced. I guess the point of this is that these are the ways when when we want to observe people and learn from observing people, 
that's what you notice. You notice how a father and son relate to each other. I mean, I've never seen anything as bizarre as that. I mean, I, I've, I've seen, because they were old enough to be functional. It's not like a kid that didn't want to go get a haircut. And it was so interesting to me because, I mean, it's, it's sort of like, I mean, I see kids and, you know, their relationship with their parents and it's feisty and opinionated, especially in New York. So one of the things that we want to keep doing is watching and envisioning the scenario that is going on and what their relationship is. I mean, because this is what it comes to, because so much of it has to do with behavior. It was just the weirdest thing to me watching the meekness of a father about getting, about getting haircuts. So that's, you know, that's an important thing. The important thing with acting, and, and I realize it's not easy. I, I feel like I'm a broken record. The fact that I can see the behavior and know what the behavior looks like doesn't necessarily mean I can do it, although eventually I should be able to do it. But what is interesting, and I, and I go back to this fascinating lecture I went to in London with this genius director, Peter Brook, and uh, he talked about the three stages of acting, and he said the first stage is imitation, the second stage is inhabiting. And he said, and once in a generation, we have someone who is the incarnation of the part. Now, the interesting thing about imitation, which I think is a place where we start. However, the danger of imitation is that we catch you at what you're imitating. I've been watching the fourth season of The Crown, and... Um, the kid, Josh, somebody who's playing Prince Charles, actually, he had a major plot line. In the third season, and I was struck by how interesting it was that he had found a physical life for Prince Charles. And then, of course, it's a very big plot line in the fourth season, Prince Charles and Princess Di. He has become so annoying. And the reason he's become annoying is because the imitate. I mean, he found a really interesting thing in Charles. Charles was always a little slumped and had his head to the side. But now it's like, okay, and what else? It's like it's not going anyplace. Same thing with Gillian Anderson, who I loved as Blanche. But uh, she's playing Margaret Thatcher. Also annoying. It's like everybody has moved into this imitating these people. They say they're not, but they are. They're finding a physical life as if that's enough, but they're not getting what is underneath it. And this is the reason it is so important that you talk it out so that you really morph into it. Um, you really... It, it's good to know the physical difference, but you, 
I don't, it's, you, you have to find this kind of organic thing that makes it fine. It's physical and he is a little bit slumped and beaten down by the royal family. But at the same time, it's not the, the only thing. It, it's not the only color. Uh, and it's, and it's like the, the grabbing on to, holding on to something and saying, okay, I'm going to do, I'm, in, I'm going to do that, but not find something else. Anyway, I, I just encourage you all to watch people. Uh, I encourage you to go to my barber and watch their behavior and watch how complex it is. If we ever get back into the classroom, which we might, we'll do some of that. I, it's, maybe we can do it on Zoom. We'll figure that out. But I just would love that in addition to everything else we're doing, for you to feel like I saw this person this week and this is what they were doing, and then do it, and let us see if we can get what you got from it. Because I was fascinated watching this. I mean, I couldn't take my eyes off them. I mean, most of the time, real life is boring. But periodically, you see something that's really good theater, and you think to yourself, ooh, I want to play that part. I want to be that guy. Does any of you have any thoughts about that? Do you think I've lost my mind that I'm going to the barber shop and watching people and, and doing an entire life and with the watching these people and Yes, you're absolutely insane. No. <laughs> the, um, I remember near the beginning of this class you were talking about going out and people watching and I think because it was the beginning of the pandemic, you know, there was a bit of like Ugh. But you're, just, you're bringing us back to something we had touched on months ago. I watch it so much. Um, anyway, I encourage all of you to watch people figure out what's going on with them. Because we, we need to increase our awareness of behavior. I Don't Need an Acting Class is hosted and created by Milton Justice. Senior producer is me, Walker Vreeland, and director of online media is Evan Sollers. Music by Jeffrey Kieser Trio. May This Be Love from their album On My Way to You. If you have a moment, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find us. And uh, if you would like to send an email, if you have a question for Milton, you can do so at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Another way to get in touch is on Instagram at I don't need an acting class. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you back here next week. 